baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk On Demand Audio There's a lot of excitement here in the studio for other reasons as well. This is the first roundtable of the year. First, let me say hi to Sue Thomas this afternoon. Sue, how are you? Fine, thank you. You're dressed for the winter um, season here in the studio yes. with the heavy coat on. You don't have the heated vest on, though. No, I went for long sleeves. Jane, Jane uh, Santa brought Sue a heated vest for Christmas. That, that is the best thing ever. I have Perfect. a heated. I had a heated shirt for skiing. It's heaven. And it's heaven for us people who get freezing. Yes. And I think I'm going to have to be putting on my coat soon because I feel I actually well, it's am starting to see today. my breath. I know. Yeah. It's cold in here today. Uh, State Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman is with us this afternoon. How are you? It's been a quiet 24 hours. Yeah, right? well, we'll get to that here in a second, of course. And then former State Senator Jeff Smith is also here in the house. Are you still celebrating your birthday? Two months ago, there was like a six-week birthday <laughs> celebration. Does that go after the birthday, too? I may have one or two weeks to go. All right. Happy birthday <laughs> well, the senator uh, to Mary had Elizabeth. A birthday yes, too. I was going to bring that yeah. up. She, she had a birthday on um, Wednesday, right? That's, well, Tuesday on the second. Happy birthday. All right, two things here. Pull that mic real close to you just so okay. we make sure people hear this. But Mary Elizabeth, very... Uh, respectfully asked me, and I don't think you needed to ask me if you could make an announcement today, and I think you want to make an announcement. You want to do that? I do. I'm super excited. So I wanted to make sure that you were okay with me telling everybody today that I'm running for Congress. So a huge, big deal. I had not thought that that was what I would say on Friday afternoon. How about a little applause in the studio for the roundtable? Here we go. Mary Elizabeth Coleman. Now, we should make it clear. This is uh, Blaine Lukemeyer, who is the uh, representative currently in the 3rd District, decided that he's not going to go back to Congress and run for re-election. So there are some names being thrown in. And you're getting in early here, right? That's right. So I'm announcing. I don't want to hesitate. I'm not shopping for which office. I care a heck of a lot about the people of Missouri. I've got six kids, and it matters who's who's there and who's fighting for us and so let's go it's time well let's get the political pundits in the room to handicap this a little bit our democrat friends uh if jeff endorses you that's the best thing for your candidacy Mary Elizabeth. <laughs> so just know that jeff smith mm. what do you think here i mean this is going to be an interesting race and a very crowded race probably yeah i mean i guess i can split it up between my my personal thoughts and my kind of then put my pundit hat on uh personally you know, I don't have anything against Mary Elizabeth, but she's a right-wing, anti-choice, you know, pro-MAGA person. And so that's certainly not my cup of tea at all. Uh, and number two, she's been, unfortunately, pretty effective and confident <laughs> in, in the state legislature. So part of me fears giving her a larger platform and a larger stage to do these things that I, like, fundamentally disagree with. So, that's a, that's about as good of an endorsement know, as you're going to get. Congratulations, that. that's awesome. I, I think. Mean, it's, and it's nothing against her personally, but that's just how I feel. And I, so, I'm, I'm more craven. I'm just glad I'd like to get another lawyer elected. That's always a good. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, the people yeah. who no, we need knowledgeable lawyers to be writing laws again. And so, I mean, I think that's definitely a plus. And frankly, I think being a woman, I think the field's going to be crowded. But I think it's going to be men, and I think that that, that can't help but be a, a plus for you. That's my opinion. And it's going to be hard for anybody to get to her right. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, absolutely. I well, mean, I mean, there's some names that are probably going to get in here. Bob Andre's name is being tossed around. I checked with um, your colleague, Nick Shore, who's also on the roundtable. He said that 
it's possible. That was his quote to me. There is a, a pretty good assessment here in the Missouri Scout this morning about this race that throws a lot of love your way, Mary Elizabeth. The case for MEC Sarah Coleman has one of the most compelling reasons to run for any politician, a free pass. She's not up for election, so she can take a flyer and hold on to her Senate seat, but she's working the phones to supporters and donors to gauge interest. Here's some likely talking points, compelling life story, mother of multiple adopted kids, potentially the only woman in a big field, one of the most prominent pro-life leaders, not only in Missouri, but in the country, and she's regularly quoted in national publications. So, some love there in yeah. the uh, political newsletter called the Missouri Scout. Now, you don't live, let me ask a couple of questions here. You do not live technically in the district. This is a little confusing to me because you don't have to live in the district, right? It's weird because you're kind of right there on the fringe, a few blocks away, if you would. Exactly. So listen, I represent the district. I have proudly represented the district my entire time in public office, and it is uh, a stone's throw away from my house, but it is an open primary and anybody who wants to run and certainly, listen, Missouri is my home. Chris and I are college sweethearts and um, I'm proud that my kids are ninth generation Jefferson Countyans. I got here as fast as I can and the congressional districts, you know, those lines move around a little bit, but it's it's my neighborhood. And so my Jeff, what else do you think though? What do you think about that issue? Is that an issue in, in the race? Say, okay, will Republicans use that? She doesn't even live in the district. Uh, it's hard to say whether someone will use it or not. I think a couple of the other people who are contemplating the race also live just outside the district. It's a very bizarrely drawn district. It, it goes really is. all the way from near the Mississippi River to Columbia. Lake of the Ozark you know? all the way up to North County. It is it's weird. A, I looked at the map yesterday. Yeah. It's cray-cray. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think it would be difficult. I mean, I don't know. I think probably most people, the people who live in it may know they live there. But I'm not sure anybody else knows who lives in that district. I think what they're going to know is that I've been living and fighting and representing the people who live there for the entire time I've been in public office and they want somebody in D.C. who's going to push back against this crazy Biden administration and the woke mobs that are moving the country in the wrong direction. Well, if I remember correctly, there was a crowded field in the uh, the Senate race that, that you're in right now with a bunch of mm-hmm. uh, men who had some name recognition, Jeff Roy and others, and he did pretty well there in that race. But it is bizarre. Let me address just the district because you probably will have if you look at Onder up in St. Charles County, you'll have Caleb Rodden, who I think a lot of people thought would get in this race, has decided not to. He He's running said for. No, he didn't texted he? me and said, yeah. "Is he running for Secretary of State?" He is. Yeah. Okay. So, but there probably will be some Boone County representation or Mid Missouri representation, which is weird because you almost have a triangle created by that district with candidates. Yeah. Well, and the district is kind of like a weird triangle that was drawn to accommodate Ann Wagner whose district now pushes way out into, like, Warren County, you know, and, and due west. But then this district has, like, St. Charles, you know, up at, like, north of the St. Louis region to the Mississippi River, then goes west to Columbia, and then goes back southeast towards, you know, Jefferson County, where— It's where, got a uh, significant portion of Jefferson County. Yeah, and, and so it's—, it's there's it's nobody, weird to think of that seat as Jeffco, but it, that's but, the but, way but it's drawn. But there's it really is. nobody in that district who could say— I live in the heart of that district because there is no the, heart of no, the district. No, this thing it, was just born. It is bizarre. But look, right. I, you know, there's different levels of carpetbagging. You know, when I ran for state senate, I'd never lived in the district in my life. And I announced when I was living in New Hampshire teaching. And, you know, I got a, I rented an apartment here. I signed a lease and the same day I announced that I was running, you know, and it, and it didn't seem to hurt me, you know, too much in my race. I was, people knew I was a St. Louisan. They knew, you know, I'd started a, a charter school in St. Louis City. I'd coached basketball in St. Louis City for a decade. So the fact that I hadn't technically lived, 
you know, right there. It, it didn't really hurt right. me that bad. So I think it's more about like what you've done in your life for a community in a community and whether you're kind of like culturally connected to a community more than something more technical like this block or that block. Are you going to put him in charge of your mailers for the campaign? <laughs> I mean, if he could just send Ouch. something that to was a shot, me. wasn't it, Smith? I'm sorry. That we really know each hurts. other well enough I, that I, I had to say it. It was a layup. I'm afraid yeah. of the things that she would accomplish in D.C. <laughs> that you know, because I don't agree with the things that she's done. You know, for the most part, in uh, in Jeff Listen, City, it's so. crazy to me that you do not agree with securing the southern border. It is crazy to me that you want to be part of the woke mob who is fine with taking over these cultural issues from parents by eliminating girls and women erasing them as we're not protecting women's sports, especially as a a basketball coach for so many years and somebody who cares so much about girls' athletics. It's crazy to me that you don't care about inflation and the, air quotes, Biden economy. I mean, listen, we need somebody who's going to go back to President Trump, who's going to make sure that the economy is roaring and that things are successful. Well, the campaign is underway right here on the Reardon Roundtable. Let's shift into some other topics. Mary Elizabeth (laughs) Coleman announcing officially she is running for Congress. In the 3rd District, in the Republican primary, Jeff Smith also on the panel. Also, Jane, before I want to get to all this mass stuff, there's crime stats that we'll get to. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Oh, yeah. So a lot of topics. But since we're talking about politics and things like that, uh, I sent this to Jeff this morning um, and I think Jane as well. So this is a story in our local paper that says Mark McCloskey, the gun waving lawyer turned conservative firebrand, came to the city Republican meeting Thursday night to urge members to purge imposters in their ranks. He (laughs) pitched them a controversial new vetting protocol. He called on the city's GOP Central Committee to make prospective candidates take a test measuring their knowledge of the party platform to pour through their tax records, legal records, and voting history, and then to prohibit anyone who doesn't score enough from running as a Republican. I love the guy who gave money to Claire McCaskill lecturing other Republicans <laughs> on how not to be rhinos. The plaintiff this guy, lawyer. Look, I never the had him on yeah. the air. Yeah. I never had him on the air when he was well, running for the Senate ally. because he wasn't a real candidate. I wish he would go away. He doesn't deserve legitimate news. You know, And this is what I said on Twitter. I said, look, th- this is why... Funny story here. So a couple of years ago, Mark Cox could not MC something for the St. Louis County Central Committee. So he said, hey, can you do it? And I said, sure. Now, truth be told, I think some of these things in these dinners, I've been to a lot of them over the decades. They're kind of creepy. Okay, no offense to the politicians in the room here, but they are. A lot of weirdos. So... When I the when party I got on faithful, the horn, you mean? No, I, I, I'm talking. No, no, no. no. Yeah, the, the, like, the people who the puppet, hey, I avoid them too. I'm oh, not, you I, Jane, you know what I'm I talking join about. In. I have not it's been the puppet to a, masters. I have not been to Hannibal in years. I don't think they have that anymore. My oh, point good. is, there's normal people in politics, Mary Elizabeth among them, and then there's creepy, weird political types. But anyway, so I, I said, sure, I'll do yeah. the dinner for Mark Cox, and I was told by the leadership of the Central Committee. Well, some folks don't think you have Republicans' backs, Mark, so we can't have you MC this, which I just laughed and I spit Diet Coke on my My job is not to have Republicans' backs. It's to call Republicans idiotic and stupid like Mark McCloskey, who doesn't even qualify as a conservative, when he comes up with bonehead ideas like this. So, well, and, and you know what? I don't understand it because I, I fight all the time with, you know, 
the radical left wing of our party doing these purity tests and that you're supposed to be making your party bigger. These kinds of things only make your party smaller. I don't I don't get it. So I don't know why the radical right would want to act like the radical left and say, oh, purity tests and rhinos and dinos. And I'm like, guys, let me give you a little bit of secret. There are more rhinos and dinos than there are extremists. So, I mean, I think any party that wants to be successful ought to make their tent bigger instead of this nonsense. Well, it's just ridiculous. But hang on. We have much more important things like Sashar Jones trying to issue a mask mandate, which, by the way, may have failed because the governor's office got involved. That's the word this afternoon. We'll get to all of that and a whole lot more. The city crime stats, et cetera. Vivek slapping down reporters this week. Oh, we're on a roll there this afternoon. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.